0: You're listening to the Marketing to Millions podcast, the only show to give you real raw behind-the-scenes tools and marketing strategies to create a thriving online coaching business. I'm your host, Liz Bohr, a girl who traded in her corporate climbing career to help ambitious thought leaders create a bigger impact using effective and intentional digital marketing strategies. Thanks for listening in. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's dive into today's show. Wait a second. Let me ask you something. Isn't it so annoying to stress and hustle with zero growth without taking a laptop-free vacation or waking up with new sales every single day? It's like becoming the CEO of your dreams is in the far off, way far off distance. So I'm looking for 10 ambitious coaches who want to skip the years of trial and error, the Google and guessing game, the hoping and praying, To finally be able to enroll students and scale consistently to six figures and beyond with a proven system that doesn't require a live launching over and over again. If you're in, if that's you, my friend, DM me the word scale at lizboar underscore com. So I know you want to be one of the 10, and we can chat to make sure this system would work for you. Don't forget to include the word scale. Lizboer underscore com. Recently, a friend asked me a question that really made me stop and think. It was one of those life questions that doesn't have a clear black and white answer. My friend asked me if we only have 86,400 seconds in each day, how do we make the most of it? Now, this question could be applied to many things. How do we make the most out of life? How do we become more productive? How do we fit it all in? But in this particular case, my friend was referring to her sales goals. She was starting to feel a little burnt out and her current sales strategies weren't working as well as they had been earlier in the year. She felt like she was missing the magic solution. She felt like she was doing all of the things, but still not able to hit her sales goals. We went on to talk about her current sales process, and I quickly discovered six sales hacks that she could test out and try as a new way to increase her sales goals and maximize the 86,000 seconds in her day. If you are feeling stuck or your sales goals have hit a plateau, these six growth hacks might help you to increase your sales just like they did for my friend. Of course, this is by no means a guarantee, but with the nearly 200 sales funnels that I have created, I've successfully helped to create six and seven-figure business owners using some of the same growth hacks I am about to share with you next. So even if you test just one of these six, you might find a sudden uptick in your sales. Let's dive in. Since you're a savvy business owner, you'll likely have a presence on social media. So in the spirit of giving you the secrets to one of the places you spend a good amount of time selling, I thought social media was an appropriate place to start. Social selling is an important piece of your sales strategy, and there are a number of ways to hack your way to more sales. Most of them we are going to discuss next week with social media marketing expert Emma Tesler in episode 36. So before we get there, the perfect next step for you right now is to gather your benchmarks. You see, you can't increase your sales on any level if you don't know where you are starting from. If you don't know what your current return on investment is for all of the time and energy you're putting into your social media marketing, how can you ever expect To increase it, if you don't know where you're increasing it from. So let's start by gathering some information. Remember, you are just collecting data. It means nothing about you as a person, your business, or how successful you are going to be. Data is just that, data. It is information to help us make informed decisions and steer us in the right direction. Now, as Emma will tell you next week, some people pay attention to vanity metrics. Metrics that honestly don't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Vanity metrics include likes, comments, engagements, shares, saves. While the algorithm pays attention to these, and they do give us a good indication of the type of content our audience likes versus ones they might not like so much, To increase your sales, we will pay much closer attention to things like clicks to your landing pages, the number of weekly website visits, how often a social click leads to a purchase or booked call. Write these down somewhere that is easy for you to quickly reference and try to make it a habit to start to monitor these and track them every few days, minimum of once per week. This will be your personal social score to measure ROI, return on investment, and effectiveness. Once you have collected a few weeks worth of metrics, take note of the content that drives more clicks to your website, opt-in page, or sales page. Don't forget, every post you share on social media should have a single and clear call to action. Moving on to number two. Offer content upgrades immediately in your funnel to those ready for more. Now that you know what behaviors people are taking, you will know what the perfect next step for them is. You don't have to wait for people to go all the way through a long, drawn-out funnel before inviting them to learn more from you or buy your next thing. Some people will need this funnel to be warmed up to the idea of purchasing from you. This is likely for your cold traffic, people that are brand new into your funnel. But for those hot buyers who are ready, let's offer them some no-brainer offers. These I like to explain as the sweet potato fries upgrade. In episode 11, I share how I use this sales booster to also cover my clients' ad costs. You will hear more about the sweet potato fry upgrade strategy in episode 11, lisboer.com forward slash episode 11. While your offer is likely going to be more in value than a $1 sweet potato fry upgrade, you might be able to see how this strategy offers a way to increase the average order value of every person. Now go ahead, evaluate your current sales funnel from this exact same vantage point. I bet there are things that you could offer at every level of your value ladder to increase your current sales without having to create something brand new. Things that save time, increase productivity, or up-level your current offer are great content upgrades. Number three, streamline your checkout process. Did you know that on average, over 60% of people abandon their cart before purchasing? There are a lot of reasons for this, especially in the online space. Come on, people are busy and they get distracted. But if I'm being totally honest, and I do try to be 100% transparent with you, sharing what I see works and what doesn't, if I am peeling back the curtain and giving you the real reason I see so many people abandoning their carts, it would be because of the actual checkout process. I'll be honest, I have landed on a sales page with certainty that I'm going to buy. I'm talking credit card in hand, ready to purchase, and I get about halfway through the checkout process and close the tab. Maybe you've done this before too. You go to read through the sales page, and there are pop-ups flying at you every which way, chat boxes popping up in the corner, links to places other than the checkout cart. It is like trying to navigate a giant corn maze without a map. You end up feeling so overwhelmed that you close the tab. I get it. So how do we streamline the checkout process to reduce the number of people that abandon their cart before buying? Just like the goal is to create a simple navigation for your website, you want to reduce elements that can slow or prevent customers from leaving before reaching your checkout page. The first thing you absolutely want to do is to reduce or eliminate common friction points from your sales page. This includes pricing issues, having too many options, or not enough, being forced into creating an account, of any kind, before checking out, complicated navigation to checkout. you also want to eliminate any indirect friction points. Indirect friction points include lengthy page load time, lack of reviews, too many steps in your checkout process, limit to under 3, my friends, landing page that is poorly optimized for mobile. Improving your checkout process can help reduce cart abandonment and increase your overall revenue without making any significant other changes. This next one is super important. Number four, price your product right. You might think this is obvious, but in fact, one of the questions I get asked most often by my coaching students is about pricing. So here is my take on pricing. Give your prospect an opportunity to choose, but guide them towards the price you ideally want to sell your offer at through tiered pricing. I'll say that again. Give your prospect an opportunity to choose, but guide them towards the price you ideally want to sell your offer at through tiered pricing. Here is what that looks like. If you want to sell your group coaching program for $2,500 a month, this will be your ideal price point. But you want to give people options. So you offer a basic lower tier price at let's say $1,800 a month. And then you offer an exclusive VIP option at $3,000 a month. So now you have three tiers of pricing a basic level at 1800 a mid-tier level at 2500 and a VIP option at 3000 Keep in mind there are details, things that you include or not include at every level to make the VIP option, if that's what they choose, exclusive. By giving people three options, most people will naturally gravitate towards the middle tier, the $2,500 ideal price point that you already decided was where you wanted people to land. Giving these three options allows people to feel really good, that warm and fuzzy about having the option and makes selling your ideal price point pretty simple. Don't worry, this isn't some sales scheme. It's how our brains are wired. We are drawn to buy in the middle. And we can find examples of this same pricing model all over the place. Your favorite clothing store, the gas station, hotel chains. So next time you are wondering about how to price your offer or whether to add an additional payment option, look around you for examples and see why this works. Number five, find your influencers, referral partners, and social proof. When I first started my business, word-of-mouth recommendations accounted for the majority of my sales. As my company grew, I wanted to find ways to utilize word-of-mouth marketing at scale. Finding the right partners to recommend my product, activating referral programs, and showing social proof has been the three-tier approach I have taken to increase my sales with minimal effort on my part. If relationships could help you to hit your sales goals, cross you over the finish line to reaching your goals, why wouldn't you want to network with the right people, build relationships, and connect with people with mutual benefits? I've included a full roadmap on how to do this inside of Scale Up, but we can talk more about that later. To encourage more people to refer your offer, think about incentives for them. Discounts, promotional codes, and other giveaways are a good idea. Keep up the interaction and engagement once they share the content. If you are feeling overwhelmed by having to sell, one, check your mindset, my friend, and two, try connecting with the right people that might mutually benefit your programs, incentivizing them for their referral, and don't forget to actively promote your referral program. According to a study from Texas Tech University, 83% of consumers are completely willing to refer friends and family to a product or brand after having a positive experience with it. But only 29% actually make a referral. Part of the issue, not asking. Just having a referral program isn't enough. You have to ask for the share, and you have to ask More than once. If your solution is delivering amazing results, why wouldn't you want more people to have the opportunity to experience the same results? Number six, rounding the corner, our last and final growth hack for today. Develop smart retargeting strategies to win back your customers. Okay, so we already talked about the fact that people are busy and distracted. Now, more than ever, only a small percentage of people will buy from you the very first time they land on your sales page. I know you are working hard, checking your page to reduce or eliminate the number of people that abandon their carts, like we talked about in growth hack number two. But the truth is, you can't control the behaviors of everyone. So, we need a way to re engage with people that are excited to buy, but need a friendly reminder. Retargeting strategies are some of my favorite ways to win back potential prospects and old customers. Facebook and Instagram ads are a great way to show relevant messages to your target audience. You could also use an automated email marketing campaign through ConvertKit to retarget a segment of people on your list that haven't purchased from you in a while, or maybe ever. The key to a successful retargeting campaign is relevant messaging. You will want to understand what is important to these people in order to win them back and cross them over the purchase finish line. While I believe continuing to fill up your top-of-funnel strategies, with high-quality leads is vital for long-term success. These six growth hacks will help you to maximize the sales you are making by boosting the ways you currently engage with your customers. As your sales increase, take note of what is working and leave room to continue testing for optimal results. So there you have it, my friend, six growth hacks to boost your sales. While each of these six growth strategies will take some time to set up initially, give yourself some grace, but know that once they are set up, you'll continue to benefit once your hacks are in place. If you've been around for a while, you know I'm not about that hustle harder for short-term results lifestyle. These aren't one-off efforts that generate a limited stream of growth. From content upgrades to pricing to smart retargeting strategies to finessing your checkout process. Each will bring a sustainable and lasting boost to your revenue generation and online sales. I love you. Thanks for hanging with me today. Next time we are chatting all about social media trends like reels and videos and how to use them for more sales. Join me next week for episode 36 with Emma Tesler. See you then. Hey there, what did you think of that episode? If you enjoyed it, here are a few free ways to help support the show. First, you can hit the follow button so you never miss a new episode or any bonus episodes that I create for timely advice. Secondly, if you screenshot the episode you're listening to and tag me on Instagram at Liz underscore com, you'll be entered to win a special prize. And the prizes are really good. And lastly, reviews are one of the best ways to provide social proof to others that this show is worth a listen. Plus, it gives me an idea of the content that is most helpful to you. Feel free to include your podcast or Instagram name. I'll give you a shout out during a future episode for more exposure to you and your brand. A huge, huge thank you in advance.